0: Welcome to Lost in Japan. In this podcast, we explore the fascinating world of Japanese proverbs and their relevance to our everyday lives. I'm your host, Jay Reisman. We will dive into some Japanese slash Chinese famous proverbs. Not only proverbs, but also common saying and useful idioms will teach us some wisdoms from long time of human history. I'm currently living in Vancouver, Canada for a year, but I spent pretty much my whole life in Japan. And during my time there, I came to appreciate the wisdom and insights that Japanese Proverbs can offer. And I wanted to share that all with you. I know how hard it could be sometimes, especially for foreigners, to maneuver around. And using the right expression the right Proverbs will get you a ton of respect from the people around you. I guarantee you that people will look at you differently if you use it properly. I'm here to help out not only my friends, but anybody who wants to know more about Japan with deeper understandings. Each episode, I will try to share personal stories from my life that's related to the proverbs we're learning. We might also take a look at latest news and events related to those proverbs. So whether you're an advanced learner or just someone who interested in Japanese culture, this podcast is for you. Stay tuned and you might find something useful so you won't get lost in Japan. Today's proverb is In English, um, ignorance is bliss. But what does it really mean? And how can we use it? Let's find out together. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Lost in Japan. Ah, huh. <laughs> such a nice day out here. Um, I've seen uh, pictures from Osaka recently. It's, it feels like spring is coming and almost... Maybe it's too hot already? Man. <laughs> what a time. Yeah. Um, yeah, winter here, I think is almost coming to an end. It still is a little bit breezy and cold if you go outside. Or at night, it's definitely freaking cold. You need layers. And um, on top of the mountain, it's still snowing. <laughs> So the condition is good. I go out to snowboard every now and then and uh, get to talk to people. And uh, yeah, a little talk on the lift is pretty funny. Yeah, get to know a lot of people, like situation in life. And it's interesting to see inside their mind. It's not that complicated or deep conversation, but sometimes, you know, some people want to talk and uh i'm there to listen and it's it's very interesting um yeah the other day uh i guess the lady was split up with her husband and their children they went up there uh earlier than she did or she i guess she did a few more extra runs and uh yeah we were talking about like marriage <laughs> and she was like are you trying to get married and I was like yeah sure I'm, I'm, I am I'm. want to she was like yeah don't <laughs> I was like uh, thanks for the advice but yeah she said uh, it was one of the most interesting conversations that she had in a while I was like me too <laughs> no, but yeah uh, life here is good um, it's been quite busy school started um I'm in cleanse week doing more productive shit, productive shit meeting more people and uh, I stopped saying no to any kinds of invitation, any kinds of activity, hangout um, I pretty much say yes to everything and that opens me up to new path, I guess like it doesn't hurt to try new things I mean, sometimes it might um, as far so far, so good, and um, yeah, I heard um, there will be a cool ch- cherry blossoms around here. I'm sure it'll be a different culture than Japan, but um, yeah, local places definitely need a local guide. I feel I know a lot of places. That you can see cherry blossoms with like much less people, with greater view. And obviously, if you go to like a tourist spot or like a gigantic thousand-year-old sakura tree or something, then you would have to like pay to go in or something. But it's still great. It's great. But like um, my parents' neighborhood or something, there's nobody, and you can just like take a walk, admire the flower and blossoms. Yeah, and there's something about sakura tree, trees with, I guess, Japanese people. I don't know if it's originated in Japan, but um, yeah, me and my friend back then had a crazy idea of getting a mountain in the future and (laughs) plant sakura trees to shape out our names or something. But it seems like it takes at least decades, like 50 years to grow one. And it's amazing to see how many sakura trees that you can see in just a normal neighborhood in Japan. And I think it was a little bit of a campaign after World War II, and it's been so many 80 years already, so makes sense. But yeah, the amount Osakura oh, you can see with just a casual glance like anywhere you go you can see sakura trees it's, it's quite nice <laughs> hope you guys enjoy and uh, yeah what's up with the Osaka people Um, I came to find there's just one uh, what is it coffee shop it's like uh, it's, they don't sell weed, but you can take a dab hit of THCH, which is another kind of THC that that is extracted from weed, but they're more like recently founded. I think it was in 2020, so like not much of a law restriction or regulation on anything on it. So, while it's legal, (laughs) if you want to get blazed, go check out, uh, I think it's called Cannabis Culture, Osaka, in Amerikamura, American Village. And I think one hit it's like 20 bucks. So, (laughs) it's better work. But, um, no, yeah, I have been in my cleanse week. I haven't smoked much and being productive at all. Man, so much shit I did this week. I want to go through everything, but I guess we ain't got no- much of time. But, um... No, yeah. Uh, one night, one of my friends called me and invited me to a saxophone, saxophone concert. But not just a saxophone concert, he is... um, What was his name? Colin Stitson. He's a Canadian saxophone player and he brings out this like gigantic saxophone. It almost looks like a bazooka. (laughs) Bigger than his freaking uh, height. Taller than his height. And he's a like buff guy, mastering guy. So like he holds up this saxophone and plays it, but like never stops. And I think he uses a technique called uh, circular breathing. So, like, he breathes breathes from his nose and, like, keeps blowing into saxophone. And he makes some trippy-ass music. I didn't expect it to be, you know, some trippy shit. I thought it was going to be, like, sexy, jazzy saxophone concert, but no. Man. <laughs> uh, it was in a uh, little theater in UBC the place of art the town of art and there are so many people in a tiny theater with his trippy music and um, psychedelic effect visual effect and um, no yeah I'm glad that I said yes to that invitation and honestly I wanna (laughs) relate to this story to a proverb that's called uh 百分は一件にしかず。百分は一件にしかず。meaning uh, watching once is isn't no, no no hearing it hearing about it 100 times isn't worth watching it one once but in english when i google it it says seeing is believing But I don't know if it's the right translation, but no, yeah, well, it basically means it's better to just see it in person or like just go to the place and feel it. Otherwise, like reading it on an article or like watching it on YouTube, whatever, like listening about it or hearing about it isn't quite the same experience of, I mean, it's, it's, Atarimae, you know, it's quite a natural thing, but watch it in person is the best thing that you could do. And the same as uh, Titanic movie I watched <laughs> the other day for the first time in my life. Titanic, have you guys seen it? I've always heard it's a masterpiece by James Cameron and uh, I'm sure like, you know, I. Like if I watched it, and I just never had a chance because I thought it was a pretty long movie from old times, almost like three hours. But uh, this time we watched it in the theater, three in three D, with friends, and it was such a fun experience. Um, you no, know, yeah, I think he did quite a stunning job, actually making interesting story out of some incident that happened. Um, Not sure if it actually happened or no. (laughs) I've heard uh, conspiracies behind Titanic and whatnot, but let's say it happened. And yeah, it was definitely worth watching it in person, especially in 3D. Who'd ever thought that you can watch Titanic in 3D? And, uh, yeah, when they go dive into the bottom of the ocean, you feel like you're actually swimming into the the ship. And uh, somebody said, uh, (laughs) the pool of Titanic, the pool on Titanic ship, you know, there's a swimming pool, is still filled with water. I'm like, sure. (laughs) But the the same thing happened... um, like, same experience, like, watching it, seeing it in person is better than what not, Was, um, I watched 2001 Odyssey by Stanley Kubrick. That was a while ago in Japan, but, uh, the first time I watched it was with my English oral teacher. He introduced me to this movie. I don't know why he picked that movie, but... I was like a 18 years old high school student and didn't understand shit. And it was boring as fuck. I definitely like fell asleep right after like 10, 15 minutes. And but um you no, know, if you watch it in the theater, it's a fucking experience. And especially if you think about at that time when the movie came out, 1960s or 70s, can't remember but uh i'm sure it was a bomb like people would be like what the fuck is this because um i think it these scenes are all cut out in uh dvds and whatnot but these are directors caught like Stanley Kubrick puts some visual effect of going into the space or, you know, these, all these like trippy effects with like, um, some crazy music that feels the existence of something bigger, like beyond human being. And the combination of those visual effect and, um, what is it the hearing visual effect and I guess music background music makes an experience much more like believable and astonishing (laughs) but um yeah definitely underage kids shouldn't see it it kind of like gets in your head Mm-hmm. and uh i don't even know how he shot that scenes and everything but um yeah movies definitely i recommend highly recommend watching in the theater because the experience is totally different and i'm grateful that i'm in a city that encourages you know all these um digital video well I actually went to a film festival last week, and it sounds cool, isn't it? <laughs> film festival, it was only four or five short short films about... Uh, it was mostly about documentaries of people who accomplished things, or the last one was indigenous culture, you know. Um, there, were people before, I guess, Canadian government came, was established, and uh, their land is getting uh, invaded by all these companies cutting down uh, trees, called uh, cleaning... Wait, wait. Uh, clear cut? Meaning, like, the entire mountain or area is cut with no trees left. And you can see it from, like, Google map above. Spots and spots and areas to area, you see nothingness, and those are the forests that they, their ancestors lived in, and um, you know all these documentary thing, and there are indigenous people like in the documentary uh, movie came out to the stage and made some you know um, little statement and whatnot and the director came out too and it was such a authentic experience i would never know if i weren't there if i never said yes to my friends invitation, if i didn't even come here i would never fucking know right yeah um man i should have made this episode to (laughs) another one but anyways um yeah so much things happening i've met new people made some new friends the other day me and uh, me and my friend just drove out because we had you know hanging out time whatever and ended up going to olive garden have you ever been <laughs> there's only one in vancouver british Columbia, and we ended up going there olive garden garden italian cuisine I don't know if it's an authentic, actual Italian food, but it was freaking nice. Yeah, it was great. And that's the beauty of this uh, place is like, you can eat or experience authentic their culture just by going into their stores. And uh, that's something you can't do in Japan. You can, I mean, I guess you could somewhat, but like, here varieties are infinite it's it's pretty great and um, yes (laughs) the other day I was working at the mountain and I'm working in the building the headquarter like general manager and whatnot like I have to use the same bathroom as the general manager and the people from, uh, what is it, corporate, like American company. And one morning, I was holding my piss so long to get to the mountain. And when I got there, I was like, God, I want to go, you know, let it all out. And when I went to the bath- bathroom, there was nobody in the office. So I was like, yeah, why not? And just did my business and it was the best freaking pa (laughs) that day it was such a long one and i was like yes now i'm ready to flash and it didn't go i was like what and i guess it was too cold that week and the pipe got frozen And (laughs) the toilet wasn't functioning at all and I didn't know and um, I definitely made a mistake (laughs) and then I tried to find somebody to you know like oh sorry I did this if there's anything I can do because I thought you know uh, if I brought out enough water to like smash it and then like flash it in maybe it'll work but If the water inside of the pipe is frozen and gets got stuck, uh, I guess it doesn't work. But eventually, for the whole day, I went back and tried to find people, whatever, but there was nobody, right? So like I couldn't tell anybody (laughs) what happened. But um, yeah, when I told this to my friend, the mountain yeah he was like yeah maybe just you know let it <laughs> let it go and uh, not saying is the right thing to oh well it's not the right thing to do but like nobody would know you did it you know but um yeah I felt a little bad and guilty and whatnot but uh, the proverb here is ignorance is bliss for him right <laughs> if you didn't know who did it, uh he wouldn't know. Uh, <laughs> it's um it's a little different story, but Shiranuga Hotoke. meaning ignorance Place, bliss. Hotoke is um what is it? Buddhist god? It's not necessarily Buddha but uh, meaning like you're a complete existence you're God so if you don't know uh, that's the blessing you know you're complete kind of thing it, it, it's a contradiction but uh, it's a saying that meaning you don't have to know like not knowing is is what makes you happy kind of thing and when you hear about Shiranuga hotoke, there is another one called Iwanuga hana ga hana so hana is the flower and Iwanu meaning not, not saying it Iwanu no ga hana de aru so for me um i shouldn't say that i did right so he wouldn't know that i did <laughs> and for him ga but for me Iwanu ga hana. so it goes a little combination it basically same uh, meaning means the same thing but uh the perception is different and the opposite side. Ignorance is bliss and not saying is the best choice. Um So you can use it like um, especially you can use it for like children and uh, or something like you, you should remain you should keep it secret for life, kind of thing. <laughs> the other day, um, uh, I have to carry like quite an amount of cash up, at work in this specific bag that they carry cash with, and uh, I dropped it on a on a toilet floor <laughs> by accident. Not you know, no harm intended. I just it was just by an accident, and if. I, well, I, I like try to wash it, but like it's a fabric bag, so like I don't want it to get like soaked wet. But, um... Ignorance is bliss, shirame ga it. I didn't tell anybody that I dropped on the toilet floor. The same as like, you work in a restaurant, and then like, you drop... Well, not necessarily food or... ...or spoon, cut, cutlery, cutlery. Is that right word? Cutlery? Um Yeah. Like not saying is the best thing to do. Like you don't wanna know that, you know, your plate was completely smashed or like somebody coughed over it or something. Like if you think about it it's kinda gross, but if you don't know, like you would you wouldn't know, right? So Hotoke ga Hana. So you can we can use it like uh for example like my conversation with my friend oh i did make a mistake and i i couldn't flash it right and he can he can go like Ma, like if he doesn't know like, it could it'd be fine like maybe you shouldn't say is what it means right It's a pretty useful one. And uh, there's the same expression in English, English is bliss. So it's easier to graph the meaning, I would hope. And um, yeah, (laughs) I mean, eventually uh, they fixed the pipe. Well, it got warmer and melted and everything. and uh, Not the same day, but. Uh, we we succeed to flash it down eventually but um, no yeah it was a little exciting moment that I had like oh what should I do and um, or here's another thing I want to ask you that is there any expression in English that um, besides saying like oh I'm gonna go to bathroom or like uh, I'm going to take a business or like I'm going number one, number two. Is there any way to like say it politely or like in public? I usually just say, oh, I'm going to go take a piss. But <laughs> sometimes people are like, oh, that's TMI. And uh, I don't, maybe I don't have a fucking normal manner and whatnot. But I think it's important to indicate like which you're going because you will have some idea of, like, how long I'll be away. <laughs> but in Japanese, if you're a lady, especially if you're a girl, you can say, um, ちょっとそこまで. ちょっとそこまで meaning, like, uh, I'll just go out a little bit. Doesn't specify what it means. Or, oh. This is, like, a little bit too girly. Uh, お花積む. Tsumu means means uh pick up a flower, so meaning like oh I'm gonna pick, uh, collect and pick up some flowers. Cause uh, toilet back then was outside, right? So like that means oh I'm gonna go outside and get down to my business kind of stuff. Um, or I guess in modern days, hmm, you can say what I would say is. Otearai Ote, o, te, o, is te, o, tokoro. Where you wash your hands. Te, And sometimes it has a sign that says, otearai. When it's like a nice mole. Whatever. But, uh, o is, you know, the teine form to put. Uh, means somewhere you wash your hands meaning that's a bathroom so if I was in like a formal meeting whatever like, meaning like oh I'm gonna take like, a little break or like wash my hands kind of thing but uh, if there's English word for it, phrase for it, let me know I can use it and uh, yeah thanks for all that little helps and uh, feedbacks lots of friends and uh, I'm definitely will be trying to put up more and shape it in a better form so you guys can listen to it easy, easier and um, yeah it's surprising to see how many people like listen to it like I'm talking about this well talking to my friends basically but um yeah mainly <laughs> the region is canada and japan but some are from india some are from Australia I was like what but yeah um I'll try to keep it up so keep up with me <laughs> And I hope you guys will have a great day and a warm day. Alright, peace. This program has brought to you by Sunset Chasers, Happy Family, Mango Lads, and the Kiwis. That's all for today's episode of this podcast. I hope you enjoyed hearing about my stories and insights into the world. As always, these proverbs are more than just words. They hold a deeper meaning that can teach us about life, love, and the human experience. So take some time to reflect on the proverbs we learned today and think about how you can apply their wisdom to your own life. Remember. Life is a journey, and we're all just trying to find our own way. But with the help of these timeless proverbs, we can navigate the twists and turns of the life with grace and wisdom. If you have any questions or comments, feel free to reach out to me on email or Instagram DM or any of the platforms you choose. I'll read it. I'd very much love to hear from you. Anything you want me to talk about or any ideas you want to throw in, Let me know. Hope we can grow this community together. Until next time, keep exploring the world and always look for the deeper meaning behind the words. See you all.